Hey, hey, what's up, everybody? Pat Flynn here, and welcome to episode 160 of Ask Pat. Thank you so much for joining me. As always, I'm happy to be here to help you by answering your online business questions five days a week. Before we get to today's question from Christian, I do want to thank some very special people, uh, Darren Rouse from problogger.net, because if all goes according to plan, today, September 1st, the day that this episode goes live, I will have just come back from my trip to Australia for Pro Blogger event. Um, just thank you so much for having me. Thank you for the keynote. And also thank you to the entire team over at problogger.net for putting on the event and putting on a great show and everybody who attended and watched the presentation as well. I also want to thank Tourism Queensland because the Gold Coast and every you know the, the that whole part of Australia is just awesome. Just so awesome. So if you haven't gone to Australia or maybe you have before and you're thinking of going back, you got to check out Queensland. Go to queensland.com to check out all the destination places. Um, that's all I'm going to say because it's just, it's just awesome. That's, you have to go there. You have to. Um, it was a great family trip and you know, happy to be back. So let's get to today's question from Christian. Hi, Pat. This is Christian Toto. I have a fatherhood blog at daddylibrian.com. And my question is this. What do you do when you feel like you're doing everything right to build traffic for your blog, and it's just not happening. I'm doing all the basic SEO techniques. I'm writing quality content, cool headlines, compelling material, uh, using social media, guest blogging, uh, putting comments in other people's sites, sort of all the traditional how-to steps I'm doing, and the traffic isn't there. My site's about a year and a half old, and it's just not popping like I hoped. So uh, I always trust your advice and thought you might have some words of wisdom for someone who just feels a little bit stuck. Thanks for your time. Christian, thank you so much for the question. And to help you with this question and everybody else out there who may be going through the same things as you, you're putting the work, it seems, and you should be getting more traffic than you are getting. Here's what you can do. I would ask yourself these following questions. The first question you want to ask yourself is, have you given it enough time? Have you given it enough time to get the name out there, to do the, you know all that work that you're doing, you know, it's not just like, it's not always an immediate, you know, you do the work and then you, you see the results. Sometimes it takes time to get out there, get the, get the word out, have word of mouth help you and, you know, get on the right sites to, in order to get to that point where traffic will start to come in like you're expecting. Now, you said you gave yourself a year and a half and that's a significant amount of time, which is awesome. So congrats to you for being dedicated to it for so long. And you're totally right in asking, you know, OK, what can I do or what perhaps am I doing wrong or not doing so I can get that traffic that I feel like I deserve. So some people, you know, they, they're, you know, they've built sites and it's just been three months and like, I'm not seeing any traffic. Like, yeah, it's only been three months, but a year and a half, you should be getting some decent traffic. Absolutely. And hopefully these following questions can help you toward that. Second question, are you connecting with the right people? Are you connecting with the right people? There's nothing more, there's nothing that has helped me more in my business, my businesses than connecting with other influencers, other people in that particular space who I've befriended, who I've partnered with, who I've helped out, and then in return can gotten help for me as well. You need to connect with the right people, and you could be doing all the right things in the world, and sometimes it's just that one connection, that one connection with that right person who just says the right thing or shares the right thing that can really help things take off. So giving yourselves opportunities to connect with the right people by going to conferences, by speaking and reaching out to people, by emailing, by connecting on social media, those are all things that are incredibly important that a lot of people are actually afraid to do because it's, you know, all that other stuff, 
you know, writing blog posts, creating content, social media stuff. That's all stuff that doesn't really, you know, involve a real face-to-face or, you know, real-time conversation with somebody. It can be scary to do that. But that seriously is what's going to help you bring your business to the next level and help you get that traffic from those connections that you make with the right people. So if you have any opportunity to go to any conferences or go to any meetups in your city or even take a little drive to a meetup in another city, that is going to help you like mad. And if there was one thing, like if I, you know, people ask me always the question or people always ask me the question, you know, Pat, if you only had like $300, what would you do with it? I mean, my answer is I would go to a conference and meet the people I need to meet. Seriously. Question number three, are you producing content that people want? Now, it's one thing to produce content and do it consistently, which is important, but are you actually creating content that people want? Something that when they read, they're like, yes, this is just for me. And yes, I'm gonna totally share this. That's what you want. Now, if you aren't sure about that, you might wanna double check. Contact the people who are in your audience and say, hey, what do you think of the content that I've been writing lately? Or what's some of your favorite pieces that you think I should be writing more of? Things like that. Or what do you, what do you think is missing that I, could, that I could produce content about? You know, have conversations. And again, not just email, not just social media, which is helpful, and that will give you some insight, but talking to people in person. If you have some super fans or people who seem to comment on every post, you know, those people, they would love to take the time to talk to you ask them to come on Skype and it's just going to be amazing because you're not you're not only going to get great information from them but they're going to think you're awesome even more awesome than you already are for reaching out and asking somebody in your audience and making them feel important it's such a good strategy and something I do every once in a while I'll find people on my email list just randomly and and say hey let's have a Skype conversation people love that they go crazy and that information that I get with those small conversations it might just be 10 20 people every couple months it's amazing. You'll you'll learn things that you would have never known unless you take that time to have a conversation. And the reason the conversations are important, better and better than social media postings and questions on emails and social media, is because you can continue to go down, you know, deeper with people's answers. With email, with social media, it's just you get the surface level answer. But when you keep asking why or why do you feel that way or you know what if I did this instead and get their response. It's a real time, this is what actually matters. And you need that, you need that. So are you producing content that people actually want? Not what you think they want, but what they actually want. What are they asking for, are you? I don't know. Number four, are you producing content that's different? This is goes along the same lines as number three, but it's also important to know that you could be answering those questions, but somebody else out there may already be answering those questions too. So if that's the case, are you answering them differently? Are you doing it better? Are you doing the same thing that everybody else is doing, in which case you would always be behind? And maybe there is a lot of traffic out there, but it's just not coming to you because it's not, you know, there's no reason to come to you because they're getting their content, they're getting their fix elsewhere. What can you provide? What is your unfair advantage? What's your position in this particular market that people will have to go to you for? Where if you stop writing content, they'd be like, wow, I miss that because nobody else does it that way. Are you producing content that's different, that's unique? Number five, how often are you publishing? That's another thing. And, you know, I'm not necessarily going to say that the more you publish, the better. But when you're starting out, it is good to produce content in a very strategic manner on a very consistent basis. In terms of SEO, the more content that you write, the more opportunity there is just because you're writing more words for, for, pe- for people to find you. You know, I have a number of sites 
in a number of different niches and always I get more traffic from the long tail or I get almost just as much traffic from all of the long tail keywords put together than my one or two top target keywords. So even if you're not ranking for your top keywords, you can still make a a ton of traffic come to your site through the long tail by producing good content and writing, you know, writing as, as much as you can. Another thing that goes along with my be everywhere strategy, you know, I think if you're a year and a half into writing, it might be time to think about adding an additional platform to your brand. So you're not just a blogger anymore, but perhaps you're a blogger with a podcast and you could capture a lot of traffic that way, which is what, you know, where smart passive income gets a lot of its traffic. It's the number one way people are finding the site is through iTunes and through my podcast, which is awesome. You know, I know that from a survey actually. Um, YouTube as well. YouTube was actually the number two way people found out about smart passive income or my brand. And then number three was links from other sites, which goes along with what I said about connecting with the right people. So, you know, using multiple platforms, it's maybe time to do that if you aren't doing that already. So that's number six. Number seven, are you writing about really hot topics in your niche? You know, really hot, you know, now type of stuff. Um, perhaps it's even a little controversial. You know, if you become the place where conversation happens, you know, obviously traffic is going to come to your site, but then people can come back for more. And that's going to happen once you establish yourself as sort of a, a leader in the space, not just by talking about the things that people want to, you know, want to know about, but also introducing people to things that they should be talking about and, and thinking about as well. And, and, you know, facilitating those discussions will definitely help. Also, are you creating any beastly resources? That's sort of another name for epic content that I have. It's like something that is timeless and evergreen that is just completely shareable, just way over delivering, something that would almost be considered something that people could pay for. You know, an ultimate guide to blank. Something like that, that just blows people's minds, that gets other people who are in the industry as well sort of excited about and linking to your site and, you know, maybe even mention those people in those particular resources as well. So they'll be more than happy to share it because they'll be featured too. Epic content, beastly resources, those are things in the past that have driven me the most traffic as well. Uh, That's number eight, right? Five, six. I, I lost count now, but we're just plugging away here. The next thing is in terms of guest posting, you had mentioned you were doing guest posting, which is great. And that strategy still works. Not quite as well for SEO, but still for direct traffic and getting in front of a new audience and potentially getting subscribers from there. Uh, are you are you guest posting on the right sites? And, you know, there's a few things to think about here. You know, in terms of guest posting on the top sites, you know, that's always a good thing to do, obviously, because there's a lot of traffic there. But I've talked to a lot of people who have guest posted on top sites in their industry, and they're surprised about how little traffic comes from the from those guest posts. You know, it's actually, if you keep track of the numbers, because there's just content in coming in all the time, people aren't really clicking through. And so you either have to create like another epic guide or beastly resource that you could post on their site just so you actually capture people's attention and you're just not a, just another article on that site. Or you can step out of your niche a little bit and start writing on sites that are kind of related. So if you have a sort of parenthood or dad blog type site, you could start publishing guest posts on sites like Art of Manlyhood or Lifehacker, which not aren't necessarily about parenting, but can be about parenting. Maybe you do a guest post on a cooking site. Well, how does that make sense? Well, maybe you do a article or even a video that talks about how you know a father can make cooking fun with their kids you know it's about cooking you know meals for kids and you know that's that stuff is universal right well at least for people who have kids but 
you know, you know what I'm saying? Like think outside of your niche in terms of guest posting. That'll help you get in front of a new audience as well. And um, another thing you could do is get involved with helpareporterout.com. You can get some free publicity on mainstream media there as well. Um, I also would recommend trying to get involved with mainstream media uh, yourself too. Like contact your local news stations and see if you could pay, you know, pitch any uh, stories. I mean, they're always looking for stories, especially you know, feel-good stories and things like that. Um, you can come on as an expert and talk and, and that stuff because is stuff you can record and then put on your site to prove authority, you know, having your name there and Fox News or whatever cable channel is on. You know, that I ha- if you go to smartpassiveincome.com and check out my YouTube channel, so which you can actually go to youtube.com slash smartpassiveincome, you could see me on Fox News and a little segment about me and what I do in my home office. And that, you know, has been viewed, I don't know, 80,000 times or I don't know how many exactly but a lot of people have seen it and it just sort of establishes authority wow he was on the news and you could do that too and you can just ask what's the worst that can happen you can just ask and see what happens and the last thing I want to mention in terms of traffic uh, is your email list are you building an email list and if you are a great way to get traffic is to send people back to your site whenever you write a new blog post I mean that's something we should all be doing more because it's direct traffic coming to your site from people who have sort of given you permission that they love you, you know, that, you know, they want more stuff from you and that they love you and, and love your content and want more. And when you do that, you have a, a horde of people coming from your email list, reading your post. And these are sort of pre-qualified people who have, again, said that they like your stuff. And likely, in, if you provide the right calls to actions and make it easy, they're going to share it. They're going to share it on social media and their friends and fans and followers are going to come over and they're going to subscribe if they like the stuff. And then the next time you have a post come out, you're sending an email to even more people because people have been added to that list. And then they will come to your blog as traffic and then they'll share and then it just grows and grows and grows from there. So definitely utilize your email list for traffic and you'll see that that could be a great way to kickstart some sort of heavy traffic coming your way in the future. Whew. So that was a lot of stuff. I had an outline written out and I kind of, you know, sort of bounced around a little bit. But, you know, Christian, I hope that helps you and everybody else out there a little bit. Thank you so much for the question. And the Ask Pat t-shirt is going to be headed your way. And uh, if you'd like to have your question featured here on the show, just head on over to askpat.com. Check it out. You can ask from right there on that page and potentially get an Ask Pat t-shirt too. Again, thank you to Darren Rouse from problogger.net and all the team there who put on an amazing event at PB Event 14. And also queensland.com. If you're visiting Australia, please go to queensland.com and check out my Twitter profile at Pat Flynn and also uh, my Facebook page. I'm sure there's a ton of pictures there of my trip to Australia with the family and for the event. So kudos to everybody over there for putting on a good show and kudos to, to Australia just for being awesome. Thank you guys. Cheers. Take care. And I'll see you in the next episode of Ask Pat. Hey there, thank you for listening to Ask Pat 2.0. Now, you might have noticed that we haven't published a new episode in a while. And that is because in 2023, after 1,269 episodes, we decided to sunset the show. For now, at least. And this way, we can focus our energy and efforts on our other podcasts and other projects. That being said, all 1,269 episodes are still live and downloadable, and the published dates may be old, but there are still a ton of questions I've answered on the show and people I've coached. Those episodes are just as valuable as they were back then. 
So you can also visit smartpassiveincome.com slash askpat to dig through the archives. Plus, there's a search tool on the website that lets you search across our podcasts and blog. And of course, the Smart Passive Income podcast is still live and energetic and awesome and publishing twice a week. So make sure you're subscribed there so we can still continue this conversation. And we have some of the foremost experts and thought leaders in entrepreneurship on the show every single week. So you definitely don't want to miss it. Again, check it out. It's the Smart Passive Income podcast. Just find it wherever you're listening to this podcast. You can find it there as well. Thank you again for listening in and I'll catch you in the next one. Cheers.